Welcome to the God Story Radio Broadcast with Chaplain Lynn. Thank you, Brother Ron. This is Chaplain Lynn. God's Story is a ministry outreach about our great, caring God being seen in and throughout His people's lives. Many say, does God care about me? Does He see what I'm going through? Does He know me personally? God's story tells of His great love for people like you and me. The greatest demonstration of His love is His precious Son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross of Calvary for our sins. The veil between God and mankind has been torn open. Be encouraged as you listen to today's testimony or sermon from a changed life now filled with a passionate love for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Good afternoon. On today's program, I'd like to introduce to you Pastor Mike Billman, who has ministered the gospel of Jesus Christ for over 40 years. Pastor Mike, an associate pastor, currently ministers at Linden Avenue Baptist Church on Linden Avenue. The church time is 10.30 a.m. on Sunday morning. It is a vibrant church led by Holy Spirit. Welcome, Pastor Mike, to our studio. It's an honor to be here. Wonderful, so wonderful. I know that you have a thrilling testimony to tell us about how Jesus has uh, brought you forth into his kingdom. Yes, uh, everybody should have a testimony, but mine is um, amazing because everything that God does in our life is amazing. And I always wasn't uh, like I am today. It's a growth thing. Uh, but growing up, uh, I grew up in a dysfunctional family. Uh, my father was married to, of course, my stepmother. And so um, it was kind of dysfunctional because she had five kids. And uh, I really didn't fit in uh, because of the five kids. Were you the only child of your father's? Yes. With the stepmother? Uh, only only child of my father. Mm -hmm. And uh, so um, there was... There was the beginnings of uh, obtaining rejection in my life. And uh, it's amazing how that most of our stuff that we carry comes from growing up and we get it from our parents. Um, but anyway, um, and uh, my friends... Uh, just kind of allowed me to lag along, so I didn't have some really good friendships. So I didn't have a really good childhood. You felt a lot of isolation. Yes. Um, but as I grew up, um, I thought that, this is kind of funny to me, but um, I thought running away from that, I could run into the Marine Corps. <laughs> so I found <laughs> out that I had even more troubles when I went in the Marine Corps. But um, it was a um, stressful time growing up, and so I didn't really have a, 
a good founded childhood. So I grew up um, not believing in myself and uh, having uh, personal issues. Uh, but uh, the, when I was overseas, I, I went to Okinawa, and that was a staging to go to Vietnam. And my company um, split in half, and half went to Vietnam, and half went to Japan. Uh, And I knew that was going to happen, but I thought the whole company was going to go. So my prayer to God, I said, God, if you're up there, uh, I'll serve you if you get me home alive. So when I got out of the service... Um, and when Kmart was a big thing, uh, ran into some friends at Kmart that said, oh, won't you come to our church? And I think it was for an Easter service. And so I said that, and in my mind, which was actually the Holy Spirit speaking to me, which I didn't know at the time, he said, okay, I'm collecting. So... (laughs) I said, okay. So I said, uh, yes, I'll go. So I went, and uh, um, the church I started going to was called uh, Fairborn. Um, It's changed its name now, but it was the uh, Fairborn Church of God uh, on Yellow Springs Road in Fairborn. So um, I... Spared no time going up to the altar to give my heart to Jesus. I was also, um, just to back up just a hair, in the military, I became a very heavy alcoholic, a very bad alcoholic. And so when I I went up front and gave my heart to Jesus at the church, uh, alcoholism fell off of me. And I drank no more since then. Wow. And so, um, you know, uh, so, and he filled, filled me marvelously with the Holy Spirit at the same time. And it was an amazing journey from that time. And I'd like to say that uh, it was fabulous from that time on. And I had no issues or no problems, but it doesn't work that way. It's a, it's a trust issue and a relationship. So you have to learn how to walk in relationship. In fact, um, it took me, uh, that's been 40, well, right around 45 years ago that I got saved. And uh, it took that long, almost, uh, probably 30 years before I really understood what relationship with Jesus was all about and uh, went to through a ministry called Restoring Lives International that deals with um, restoring your soul to where God wants it to be so a lot of us carry stuff that we think it's us and it's really the enemy is this a current ministry in the area yes it is it's uh they're in cincinnati 
and uh, they they um, minister about every month. They have a, a different place that they go, and they do uh, restoring. A lot of people would call it deliverance, but they don't call it deliverance. It's restoration, and that's really what it is. When you give your heart to Jesus, then you restore your thinking, and that's how they minister, is to restore your thinking into God's thinking. And uh, you walk out of your old habits or whatever you uh, or thinking. and um, You pick up being the new creature in Christ that God ordained you to be yes exactly. a renewing of your mind mm-hmm. and casting off the old mm-hmm. so this was very monumental in your life yes and a, and a it was. big change yes it was um, it was and it was kind of and I, I, I started seeing how God unfolds um, your life uh, he he started this through uh, restoring lives international and actually we still occasionally uh, work with them in, in ministry uh, and it's been 13 years ago since I went through there and we, we've been ministering with them for the whole 13 years so grew, I've grown a lot there but God also um, opened our eyes to um, a culture of uh, what many people call a kingdom culture, and it's just another way of saying church, but um, it's a kingdom culture reminds us that we're under the authority of God and that uh, not that he has his thumb pushing us down, but he gives us total freedom and he makes us his sons and daughters and grants us the ability to uh, do his work to change the atmosphere of the earth, which everyone knows we have a lot of wickedness and evilness upon the earth. But God's plan is to wipe that fully away um, at the end time, many people call that. In school, we call it the parousia, which is a Greek word, means the return of Christ, when the church will be consummated and uh the fullness of the kingdom will be here. Uh, right now we are in the kingdom, but it hasn't come into its fullness, but it soon will. But we have the ability through the power of Jesus Christ to pray for people and see them recover and be whole and healed, uh, to actually raise the dead. All the things that we read in the uh Epistles, yeah, epistles. Yeah, uh, are true today. They haven't passed away. Uh, I can be a witness of that. I've seen many people healed through prayer and Jesus working through my life. So it's been a a wide gambit of change. I mean, huge change that God's put in my life. And every day I grow even deeper if you could say that, you know, I, I don't understand what the fullness of what God wants me to be, but just know that I'm growing that way. In fact, Paul said that, that we um, look into a mirrored... A glass darkly? Darkly, and that eventually 
we will see ourselves for what we're supposed to be. So, And we'll see face-to-face with Christ. Yes. Amen. Yes. We appreciate your tuning in. You're listening to God's Story on WGNZ with Chaplain Lynn speaking with Pastor Mike Billman. If you want more information, you can email me at chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. So, Mike, would you like to share some of the miraculous healings that uh, you've seen God do? Yes. Uh, let me uh, share one that I shared with you earlier before we started our program today um, about the we have a incidentally uh, we have a food pantry at our uh, church that uh, is um, connected with the Dayton Food Bank uh, but uh, we're we've been told we're the only church that does this but uh, we also pray for people and uh, love on people the way Jesus would love on people. And uh, people just love that. So uh, we pray for healing, people that want to be healed. And it seems like, in fact, every week we're not disappointed. People get healed. So this one gentleman um, came to me, and I was counseling him while he was waiting for his food to be put together from the uh, people that were putting it together and I found that he had uh, two, two knees that were totally in fact the bone was eroding in his knees so he really didn't have any knees and he had a deformed hip and so he came with this wheelchair uh, it was a kind of a walker wheelchair and he came was hardly even able to walk but uh, I uh, mentioned to him that I'd felt, I really felt uh, a strong impression, uh, a gift of faith, if I could say that, that he was going to have new, two new knees and a healed hip. And could I pray for him? He said, well, that'd be awesome. So I prayed for both knees, and then I prayed for his hip, and I told him to get up and to try them out. And he got up, and he his eyeballs were like big as saucers. And he's like looking at me like, what just happened? And then uh, he started jumping up and down trying to make pain in his knees. And if you you know you don't have any knees, you can't be jumping up and down. Oh, so he, totally, yes. He was jumping up and down, and uh, he had no pain in his hips. And then he started running around in the room. Oh, praise yelling. the Lord. So, total momentum, restoration in his knees and his hips, and he left pushing his wheelchair out the door. Hallelujah. So, uh, that that's multiplied. I can't tell you how many times I've prayed, and, and uh, the Lord has moved on the people and brought healing into their bodies, uh, and even... We even pray for emotional needs. And so um, God's awesome, and he's there, uh, always there. And uh, he does that to show people that he loves them. You know, it's not that we deserve anything that he does, but he does it because he loves us. And so we go out and love on people and bring healing 
and with the healing, uh, people are more ready to receive Jesus Christ in their life if they don't know him. So so healing can precede salvation. Yes. Uh, but we have, the church feels like, oh, you've got to be saved, you've got to know Jesus Christ, and then you can be healed. Yeah. I, I, you know, my theology used to be that way, but see, that's another thing that God does. He reveals to us his truth, and uh, God wants everyone to have what he has for them, and uh, you know, uh, he wants us to be saved so that we can come home with him and uh, escape um, tribulation, tribulation, you know, and, or hell, or hell. Yes, and hell is real. Yes, it is. Uh, it is quite quite real, and. Uh, you know, I've heard people, I've told people about that, and they said, well, uh, it's hell here. I said, but it's not nothing like the real thing. Uh, people don't realize what it would be like without feeling, ever feeling or sensing the presence of God ever. It's a total separation from God at that point. And uh, the Bible even says that we'll be weeping and gnashing of our teeth because of the agony that we're in. so yeah, Not we're in, but what the people who go to hell are in. Yes. Yes, not us. Exactly. Yeah. We escape. We escape. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, that's exciting. You have a, you've had a very exciting, eventful life. Mm-hmm. And you have a powerful anointing to uh, impart into people's lives Jesus Christ. Amen. It's all Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor Mike. The Lord has given you some plans for what he has for you to implement in the future, or in, even in the days ahead. What would you like to share about that? Yes. Um, uh, God has revealed some um, really need in the church, um, and he has given me this revelation, a lot of it through school, um, You're going to school right now, aren't you? Yes, Global Awakening Seminary. Uh, Randy Clark is the founder of that um, school, and it's a very kingdom-oriented school um, that walks in the fullness and the power of God. So anyway, uh, in one of my classes, I was learning actually about planning churches and uh, but uh, there's a lot of stuff in the planning of churches that go with everyday church. And so um, <clears throat> God just kind of spoke to me about um, the why churches aren't growing. And the reason why is because uh, if you have a field and you want to grow something, if you don't put a seed in there, it's not going to grow nothing. You're just going to see the big field. That's right. And so the same way with the church, you have to plant. And so if you want to plant, you have to plant the gospel in the community. So uh, God gave me this idea of planting coffee shops slash churches and uh, throughout all of East Dayton. And essentially people will come to buy a cup of coffee and they'll find out that they're saving however much money that the coffee is going to cost because we say 
the coffee's free, and we also have uh, some free information for you. If you so, and then so then we'll give them the gospel, and uh, when they receive the gospel, we'll uh, immediately place them in a place to grow in in discipleship and to grow and. The Lord said that that's missing in the church, that we're not growing people. They're coming and getting saved, but um, they don't know how to change. And so they always carry the junk. And so anyway, that's the change that we want to do is we want to reach people for Christ and then grow them up in the way that God wants them to go. And so that's what we want to do. And not only that, um, uh, discipleship, um, when you disciple somebody, they need to learn to disciple others. So when they go out and reach a person for Christ, it's their responsibility, not pastor, not the churches, but their responsibility to take people under their wings and disciple them the way Christ wants them to be discipled. So basically that's what uh, God wants me to do is to build an atmosphere out of the church that will draw people into the church uh, because we we are not going out like we should. Exactly. We're, we have to get out of the box mm-hmm. and out of our mentality. We need to go fishing. Right. Yes, we need to put out our line. And, mm-hmm. and because there's so many needy and lost and hurting people that need to hear about Jesus. Right. Yeah. Um, actually, on the back of my shirt, it says, Rethink Church. Uh, I think we've gotten, and I'm not trying to be critical here, but I think our churches have gotten to the place that it's a come, come to a meeting place and that their hearts have grown away from their communities. And so we complain about how communities are growing dark and uh, drug issues and uh, all kinds of facets of sin that are growing in our communities, but uh, what is the church doing about it? It's not up to the government, it's uh, not up to anybody but the church. That's what God wants us to do, is to bring the kingdom or his light upon the community, because uh, light drives away darkness. You know, anybody would know that. They flip their switch on in their living room and, and uh, Immediately they can see because the light drove away the darkness. So that's that's our call uh, from God is to be the children of light. And uh, so anyway, um, I I, uh, I really have a deep passion to see uh, reformation in the church where the passion, real passion of God comes back on the church to where they're passionate for their community. That's the only way we're going to see change. Not, you know, laws. I've, you know, I've lived long enough to know that you pass a law and people break them. So laws are not going to change anything. We have to change the hearts of the people. Yes. And that's exactly. only through Jesus Christ. Amen. Pastor Mike, you feel it's very important that we raise leaders. Yes. Um, I believe that the uh, kingdom of God, which is everybody that has Christ in her heart, uh, God doesn't have any standby 
people. Everybody, everybody that knows Jesus is a leader in some form. Uh, we think of leaders sometimes as a pastor or some kind of leader within the church. But leadership can be, uh, what do you do in a community and do it uh, through Christ, and through the power of the Holy Spirit and pouring into your community? You could be a, a great cook. What about if you had a um, home meeting with uh, several people to teach them how to cook, but at the same time, you uh, give a devotion or you tell them, maybe they don't know Jesus, so you share about Jesus. Um, and you have church in your home uh, and uh, raise these people up and then um, and also invite them to your church. And so the church has to come out of the box and uh, everybody needs to raise up to be a leader. And by leadership, I'm not saying that we, you know, a lot of times another thing that people think as a leader that uh, people, it uh, is so fragmented in the church that everybody's a leader, but they're going a million different ways. There has to be a vision and a plan in your church um, and uh, all come together. And it's a family affair. Uh, so we come together as a family and um, all the leaders uh, have the backs of all other leaders, and we're all one and not fragmented. It's not a one-man band like you see a lot of times in the church, uh, but a, a conglomerated, a one uh, wholeness of family that is under Christ. Yes, Christ is the head of his glorious church, and we always need to put him in, in the head, and as we walk under his headship. Fa Pastor Mike, what a blessing to have you come to our program. I really love the creative ideas that Jesus has put in your heart. Bless you, bless your family, bless your ministry, and thank you for sharing with us. We just glorify the name of the Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in today to God's Story. We pray that you have been blessed. Make sure that you tune in next Wednesday at the same time, 1.30 p.m., for another edition of God's Story. If you'd like to reach God's Story, you can email chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. Jesus made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things unto himself. Part of that all things is you and me. To reconcile is to restore to union and friendship after estrangement. God's deepest desire is to be close to you and to share his heart with you. He desires a deep, intimate relationship with you, wanting to walk and talk with you day by day. He does walk with us and talks with us through his written word, the Bible. The Bible tells God's story through the ages. God has a story that he would like to impart into your life. He loves to make himself known to his children. May your heart be open and may your eyes see God's gracious, loving hand move in your life today. Isn't it wonderful while living here? on this earth, that the creator of the universe who made you and me wants to be part of our lives? Jesus brought restoration of what has been stolen from us, true peace while living on this earth. John fourteen twenty seven says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. The lovely hymn written by Warren Cornell, 
Wonderful Peace has these words. Peace, peace, wonderful peace, coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever I pray in fathomless billows of love. Thank you for tuning in today to God's Story. We pray that you have been blessed. Make sure that you tune in again next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. or Friday at 12.30 p.m. for another edition of God's Story. If you would like to hear more God's Story broadcasts, tune into YouTube or anywhere you download your favorite podcasts. One can also listen live at WGNZ.com. To reach God's Story, please email chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. Jesus made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things unto himself. Part of that all things is you and me. To reconcile is to restore to union and friendship after estrangement. God's deepest desire is to be close to you and share his heart with you. He desires a deep, intimate relationship with you and wants to walk and talk with you day by day. He does walk with us and talks with us through his written word, the Bible. The Bible tells God's story through the ages. God has a story that he would like to impart into your life. He loves to make himself known to his children. May your heart be open and may your eyes see God's gracious loving hand moving in your life today. Isn't it wonderful while living life here on this earth that the creator of the universe who made you and me wants to be part of our lives? Jesus brought restoration of what has been stolen from us, true peace while living on this earth. John 14:27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. The lovely hymn written by Warren Cornell, Wonderful Peace has these words, Peace, peace, wonderful peace, coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever I pray, in fathomless billows of love. This is Chaplain Lynn saying, May the wonderful peace of Jesus Christ fill you to overflowing today. May you experience the depths of his sweet love and how much God loves you.